Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. It's the Mitchin Podcast. Hey, what's up? Welcome to the Mitchin. We are a weekly food podcast coming out of Sydney. My name is Andrew Levins and my co-host, as always, is the one and only Mitchell or... What's up? The black sheep of Toon Gabby. Because <laughs> <laughs> they heard you talking shit about them last week, and now you're going to try and like get back in their favour this week. Two on four six represent. That's right. <laughs> uh, this week we are inside. Well, I mean, I used to live in Newtown, and uh, eight years ago when I lived here, there was not many good places. There were not many good places to eat. I think I ate at um, the Pastizzi Cafe. I reckon three times a day, and, and then uh, when I had money, and then I would run out of money, and then I would eat. Cheese on toast. So the 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 so bite. still the same as everyone else in Newtown. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're trying to fucking pay their rent. <laughs> but these days uh, there are quite a few great options. Um, although we are going to talk about how weird Newtown is in general uh, these days, <laughs> <laughs> and not the not the weird weird that people not the good weird. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, the main places that we we're eating at when we come to Newtown are obviously the the, the big burger juggernaut that is Mary's. <laughs> And so from Mary's and uh, the Unicorn over in uh, Paddington, I did it. I, I flagged the episode. I said I was going to call the Unicorn the Dolphin. And when I said that, I said I was going to call the Dolphin. Immediately fucked it up. <laughs> uh, we've got Jake Smythe. Right. King of Mary's, King of Burgers. What are you eating, Jake? Quick ease. <laughs> it's the day after Father's Day. <laughs> historically fucking severe intestinal problems today. <laughs> Who would have thought that only eating burgers and, and, and alcohol would do that to Dude, you? Dude, I'm the, the most acidic fucking diet. <laughs> I'm running super hot <laughs> all the time. I'm going to fucking cool it out with the calcium. <laughs> fucking hardcore. And uh, around the corner from Mary's, I went around a couple of corners. It's about, it's not too far away. Two corners. Um, two, two corners, corners yeah. all right. Uh, is uh, one of my favorite uh, places that has opened in the last year. Um, just over a year, is it? Just under Is the uh, Continental Which is a, uh, a deli and bar um, On Australia Street Opened by uh, many fantastic people One of whom is Elvis Fuck <laughs> <laughs> Abrahamovich Correct Smashed in <laughs> Nailed it Nailed it <laughs> Angus <laughs> It's uh, Elvis Dolphin <laughs> <laughs> um, Elvis uh, Most famous for being um, Behind uh, several of Sydney's most celebrated uh, restaurants over the last couple of years, including Porteno and Bodega. And uh, he now opens a new one of them every month. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we're, we're going to find out the next 12 venues he's opening in the next year uh, during this episode. But we're going to be talking about Newtown. We're going to talk about burgers. Talk about meat, booze, deli stuff. Anything yes. else you want to talk about, Mitch? Yeah, I want to talk about how I first met both of these two people. That sounds like a good introduction to both yeah. of them. Fuck, I'm, I'm fucking worried about me. You guys probably all met. I'll like, start with Elvis. Cause yeah, yeah, because you probably met in this like, kitchen. They go, can you go sweep over there? It's like, what happened with me? I'll probably fucking spat on you. Well, I just re- Bodega just had its 10th birthday. Yeah, That's fuck, right, congratulations. Yeah, a couple of weeks ago, ago which is fucking mm-hmm. amazing, especially in the fickle fucking city that we live in. It's a real big milestone, and just it made me think that fuck. It's probably eleven years since I worked for Elvis. I worked for Elvis was my third head chef when I was a weird little shit, which I probably still am. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was looking at um, quizzically there. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was 
just, I think, maybe not even qualified yet. And I was like, all right. And I got to the point where I'd been working in a pub in Parramatta and then a shit restaurant in Gladesville. And I was like, I need to do something with my career if I was going to go somewhere. But I was still a little bit scared about coming to work in the city. It still seemed like a, a big, scary place to a young young boy from Toon Gabby. So I thought, I'll, I'll, I'll see what's around the area. And there was this restaurant in Castle Towers called yeah, Uray Lounge. <laughs> <laughs> called what? Uray Lounge. Uray Lounge. <laughs> oh, yes! <laughs> that had won, you know, all the shitty Castle Hill Small Business Awards. And at the time I was like, oh, all right, check this place out. <laughs> and Elvis happened to be the head chef at the time. That's so fucking great. I didn't know yeah. it was yeah. Castle Hill. So I got, a, I got a job there. And Elvis, you would have been, what, fucking 23 or 25 or something? Oh, I would have been, no, I would have been like 23. Yeah, like way too young to be a head chef as well, but... Yeah, but he come from the MG Garage. MG Garage, seven. <laughs> so, you know, and who was making fucking really nice food and in a really funny restaurant, you know, and, but, and then from there, I was probably only six months-ish that we worked before you left to, to open Bodega with Ben and it, yeah, a, a lot less tattoos and a, a few less gold teeth. But, um, yeah. so Elvis is actually probably my first mentor in a way and sort of steered me in a lot of ways like the thing I most remember him saying to me is why do you want to do what other people are doing and that was food everything you know that was sort of his motto at that time it probably still is but that's sort of something that really stuck with me and like it just made me realize like fuck it's been 11 years if Bodega's 10, it's been at least 11 years. It's fucking crazy. crazy. Yeah. yeah. Where's the Euro Lounge's birthday celebration? <laughs> I think it's still going. It's still I going. think it's still there. I wouldn't be surprised if Alex is still head chef. Oh, I'm pretty sure he is. <laughs> yeah. I lost my dad. Yeah. My dad used to work there as well. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. The old man. He was there. The That's a fucking hand hell of a kitchen. The old man, he used pizza to make the pizza. Man. He was a pizza chef, man. He used to make That's the pizzas. Amazing. There's nothing the old man can't do. The old man, Elvis and Mitch Orr in a fucking kitchen in Castle Towers. That's like a fucking hot line up that's like hot roster that's like that's like the fucking samba <laughs> chain and an old mate Nick Wong used to work at the shitty seafood restaurant upstairs <laughs> yeah. yeah and he used to that's come right. back down and I think Elvis had left and Nick was trying to get a job at Billy Kwong and he come down and says I fucking I'm gonna get this job at Billy Kwong <laughs> everywhere but I went in there again I fucking said I want a job and it would be three months of him going and knocking on the door or something before they gave him the job. <laughs> That's amazing. The but persistence. Here we are, yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. So Elvis, now tell us about Mitch 11 years ago. Elvis doesn't oh, fucking fuck remember. No, how much he used to drink. Yeah, he's still drink. I'm pretty sure I have to remind Elvis every time I see him who I am. So. <laughs> he has to ask everybody where yeah. he is. Yeah. Which one of these businesses is the Did he say my surname again? I prevent it. That's amazing. Um, no, I do, re- I do remember... Um, I think one of the first things as uh, well I used to do was uh, uh, just on the break, anyone I used to employ was like take them to the pub and see how many schooners they could drink. <laughs> it's amazing. It wasn't very many. It wasn't very many. I'd be surprised if I got through one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is this, this is three cups of tea. Just, just drinking fucking this Milo. Bil- builder's tea back then. Yeah, yeah schooner of tea. <laughs> schooner of Schooner Milo. of French Earl Grey. <laughs> I think I was on English breakfast and four sugars back then. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's very funny times, very funny times. But yeah, so to see where it fucking... Mikey has sort of been a very slow build and Elvis has just gone... Bodega, when it opened, I I was in London, I think, at the time, but I still remember my brother calling me. He knew Elvie and Ben just from around the traps. I think they used to go to the same cafe. And... um, the, like by he was buzzing ca- about it, and he doesn't know anything about food mm. and uh, restaurants. And he was just like, "You, ca- you have to come back. You, I can't wait for you to come back to see this restaurant." And I remember eating there for the first time, just being like, "Fuck, this is like totally changed the way that I." He was like, and it, it felt like what I had been working towards, like they'd just done it. Like what, like you know, the style of service. It was open. It was fresh. It was you know, like, casual. There's music playing, but the food was banging, and yeah. the service was informed. But I didn't give a shit about all of that middle stuff that we had to kind of jump through. It's like, 
fuck, if I had to have heard, uh, you know, across 114th Street, a fucking 110th Street again, <laughs> like in a restaurant, I'll fucking kill yeah. myself. Well, this, and then you go in and there's fucking black keys playing. You're this, like, this is Whoa. why... That's, <laughs> That's why we play loud, fucking <coughs> ignorant rap music because that's what I want to listen to. And I always said, if Ben and Elvis can play whatever the fuck they want to listen to in their restaurant yeah. loudly, why can't we do it? Yeah, and, totally. You know that 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 influence is still there. You know what I mean? From yeah. whatever they do, it's like it's like every restaurant nowadays. Plays why do we have to play soft? Why do we have to play? Come on, you're fucking taking the piss now, guys. Turn it down. <laughs> Are we listen to fucking Gorgoroth for real? Turn that shit off. I just want to have my sushi. <laughs> How do you go from, from the Euro Lounge at Castle Tavern to opening up your own restaurant with Ben? Um, well, a lot of partying. Yeah. <laughs> um, you just woke up. The, 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 intention was ne- the intention was never to work at Euro Lounge. I'd, I'd been working overseas. I, didn't be, I hadn't been cooking for that long. I started cooking when I was 21. Worked at a bunch of restaurants here and then thought I had to go overseas and work. And worked in Spain, uh, travelled around, came back, and I think was that Mar- I went for a job at Mark or something, and uh, I think like still the pay was like it's, it's so bad. Uh, so I was like, no, nah, I had a massive credit card debt. So I was like, nah, fuck that. Um, and yeah, looking through the paper, and I thought, well, fuck, I'll give this a go. And I remember <laughs> going to Euroland as well, and he fucking just knocked me back straight away. He's like, nah. You're too young. And I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he called me back about a week later. He goes, ah, oh, no. And he goes, and yeah, he gave me a shot. And, and yeah, so that's, that's, why, that's why I did that, just so I could pay the bills. Um, then, yeah, did that for a bit. And then uh, went with uh, Brent, worked with Brent Savage, who at the time was at the four in hand. So that's where I met Ben. So I worked there, and then Brent was going to open up. Uh, the Bentley so and we were all going to go and and you know be, be chefs there and the, the thing took so bloody long in between I was working I worked at Yellow uh, when Lorraine a sandwich, a sandwich shop or something as well was La- yeah Lorraine and George so yeah. it was uh, it was like a cafe and and then also worked at Jimmy Licks on the on the on the cuttlefish section. Just fucking <laughs> someone asked just me about <laughs> that the other day. I texted him just out of the blue like about three weeks ago. Dude, someone's telling, like, mugging you off. They're saying that they, they used to work with you at Jimmy Licks. I'm telling them they're dreaming. <laughs> I'm telling them that they're dreaming. He's like, no, the cuttlefish section gives me fucking nightmares. <laughs> yeah, I can't still smell like it. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so, and then started working there, and uh, it, didn't, it didn't work out with, with Brent. It took too long. And then we... I worked everywhere else. didn't want to work anywhere else and thought, hey, you know what? Fuck, maybe we should just, you know, and Joe was like, man, why don't you just like do your own thing? And I was like, oh, and that was the last thing I ever wanted to do after working at so many restaurants, like do your own. And uh, yeah, we're very fortunate that Joe got involved and, and then we started looking for a site, literally just walked the streets for like about three months, mm. looking at venues. Of course, everyone will knock us back because we're just like two young punks, we're like 26. Nice emo, and, uh, <laughs> nice emo haircut at the time. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, that was it though. And yeah. I think Joe's Joe's impact on Sydney dining is not to be forgotten. Either. Yeah, it's like, very well, underrated. It's mate, he's like the talk about like the fucking powerhouse of like funding so many young men's and women's dreams. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, from Elvis and Ben, me and Kenny, you know, LP. LP. You know, Ibrahim. Yep. So, uh, sorry, every man here. over here. Who's Joe? <laughs> ah, see, there you go. Yeah, yeah. So Joe Valore, he's the he's the co-owner of all of the businesses we just mentioned, and Portenio and yeah, yeah right. He should be, so, yeah, we should have got him on for this one. Yeah, he's uh, he's like the most incredible. Like you're talking about mentors. You know, I've had lots of restaurants, like classic restaurant touring mentors, but Joe, as far as like, he kicked us in the ass every fucking week. You know, still does. You know, about back of house. He's like. You can do whatever you want in front of house. He's like, you can have the most exciting, most in, like inspiring kind of cuisine going on, and you can be the coolest, hottest place in town. But unless your fucking back of house is under control and tight as fuck, you're going to be gone like in six months. And that's the biggest thing that we got taught and still learning. He's like, still, yeah, blows my mind every day. You just listed a bunch of like Sydney institutions. Are there any fails to his name? I don't think so. No, he's batting a hundred. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, him and him and Elvis are like batting a hundred at the moment. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> nice <laughs> my toes. <laughs> Mitch, tell me about when you first met Jake. Well, the first time I met Jake, he was working at Porteno behind a bar. I think it was pretty early on. We used to go to Porteno pretty much every Sunday for lunch. Oh, I, I wouldn't. Oh, no, I never worked at Porteno. I was at Bodega. No, nah, okay. <laughs> well, you were at Portano this one day. Yes. Behind the bar. Maybe the that was Slaybacks. <laughs> yeah, maybe that Working was Working at behind the bar. Maybe so that was... Drinking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you were, you were just all in black, and, you know. <laughs> really? Yeah. And I was like, who is this pirate-looking fucking idiot? These <laughs> 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 fucking big things hanging out of his ears. And I, was like, oh. and I was like, you know, but fucking lovely, you know, just fucking jovial and la la. And then, and then Mary's open however long later it was and Mikey was like oh there's this fucking place opening and we knew about it because LP and we're like oh. Mikey was like we've got to go check it out and like pretty much me and Mikey came in almost the first or second night for a sneaky burger and Jake was there and Jake just treated us like we were fucking family from the start you know and we Instagrammed something and then the next the next minute it's the fucking hottest place in town and we're like oh fuck it was good but I don't know if it was that good but <laughs> I'm, I'm certain that it wasn't that good. <laughs> I'm absolutely dead to rights fucking sure that it wasn't that good but, uh, but yeah like, and it just it didn't take anything but Jake's just such a generous lovely guy despite his you know outwardly rambunctious piratey <laughs> looks you know I've like, changed I like, from mm-hmm. like high, like like kind of I was just like, Pirate who is this fucking idiot? Kind of, yeah, idiot to like just straight out bogan these days. <laughs> bogan with a piratic twist. There, there, are, there are two men in this world that have licked my face. <laughs> one, one of them is Rowan Dix, aka Joyride, who's the theme song to the Mitchin, and the other one is Jake. <laughs> you lick my face the first time you met me. Is that you true said story? your levers lick. <laughs> I don't remember that. Oh my god, that's so good. I don't make a habit of licking people's faces I must have been really excited to meet you <laughs> I mustn't have your, 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 first imp- my, your first impression to me mustn't have been as bad as my first impression to Mitch who's a fucking idiot <laughs> <laughs> and then for, for me with um, Elvis I, I, don't know, I don't know actually met you until we had we opened I mean you knew, you knew my wife Bianca, that's right I used years. to work with that Jimmy Licks yeah yeah really yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, he works he worked front of house I didn't know that that's fucking gold he worked so front good. of house for, for, for a couple of years at Jimmy Licks and yeah I was mm. new band um, and uh, I remember obviously eating at Portano eating at Bodega when I was younger <clears> but when we opened the dip for whatever reason all the press like like be it the Herald and Good Food I think like GTs did it. Timeout definitely did it like four times. Um, they would do like a like a expose on like these young chefs. They've got tattoos. They like loud music, <laughs> and it was always Mitch, Elvis, and Ben. And then for whatever fucking reason, me untattooed, fresh faced, like hey. <laughs> Menacing chefs and super happy guy. <laughs> Fit in here. So we're in Continental right now, which is uh, a, a deli that you opened just under a year ago with um, Mikey, Jesse, and, and Joe. Joe, cool. And this is like your ultimate, like deli. Is, it, is I mean, who, whose concept was this? Well, I grew up. Uh, I grew up in Argentina, and we lived above a deli. We and well, fuck man, we just ate heaps of cold cuts. So that yeah. was that's a huge, you know. On a, every Sunday, the old, even when we moved to Australia, the old, you know the old man would uh, you wake up in the morning and there'll be a mad spread of cold cuts for breakfast and stuff like that. So that you know it's something that you know we just really like, really like to eat, really passionate about. Um, so and Joe's I- Italian background. Joe's my brother-in-law, by the way. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so it's something that we we always wanted to do, you know. Um, yeah, just purely because of that, just because we enjoyed it so much, and um, yeah, that's it. It's that easy. And in Newtown, because that's that's yeah, that's our hood sort of thing. Yeah, yeah it's really. I think it's really interesting recently, as far as you know, like touching on like it's your hood and like finding places to open businesses because that's where you're from seems to have been like a bit of an industry trend over the last little while, and it's mm. something I like could not applaud high like yeah. I could not applaud more like it's but it used to be like you, had, you opened up a restaurant where you knew it would be busy yeah. and now it's like no I'm going to open up a restaurant to service my, my local community, community. Yeah. you know and I mean it's not thick and it's not hard and fast rules 
to that. But, you know, like when you're thinking about places that have opened in, say, for example, Newtown, because where we are, like the majority of the new businesses that open here are run by people who actually live here. Mm. You know, they're not kind of, fuck, man, like there's no way we open Mary's because we thought Newtown would be the fucking hot new suburb. Yeah. Like we opened because we lived here. That's why. And I think it's really interesting, like, Whereas, you know, like five, six years ago, it was all about Surrey Hills, but it was like no one could afford no. to live in Surrey Hills. It's just opening restaurants there. And now mm. I think it's great. People are just in their own neighbourhoods. So yeah. how do you feel about Maryvale opening up in Enmore? Well, they're good for them. I don't know. I think it'd be good. They're Bring good, more people they're, there. They're fucking good cooks. Yeah. And I'm excited about having decent Chinese yeah, in my neighbourhood, exactly. to be honest. Enough, yeah. yeah. I think the, more, like, the better venues that open in, in, in Newtown, the, you know, the, the better, better, the better for us that's where I live yeah I, I think it'd be like on a, I, I know you're like probably angling to get us to say something really offensive <laughs> here. and I'll, I'll go yeah. out on, I'll go on on a limb and just say fuck Maryvale but <laughs> no no I'm joking I love you guys um, but I think it's uh, what will be interesting to see is how the local community embrace it Responds, yeah. and how they actually go about doing it and you know like they fitting into a community um you know, they don't have an opportunity to do like what they've done at the Newport, which is like this massive scale, huge community mm. involvement has to be to get it past council, like all of those things. Same with Coogee Pavilion, like it's massive, mm. but it's also, you know, it's kind of transient in that area. It doesn't have the yeah. same identity as Newtown. You know, people are proud as fuck to be from Newtown, you know, mm. that's super local based and vibe. It'd be interesting to see how they like kind of fit in with that because I mean, if they can, then great. I'm like... We said, I'm looking forward to having good Chinese in the neighbourhood. That's, you know, not Happy Chef. Which is delicious. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, no, no shots at Happy Chef. <laughs> Come on. Uh, yeah, because, I mean, the, the, the pub that they've bought is... Uh, I mean, it was certainly... Like, what, what was it called again? It was... Uh, Queen Victoria. Queen yeah, and it was just like the kind of like, oh, that place is there. Oh, man, I don't even know how it's still... I mean, yeah, it's, yeah. it's there because I mean, of Pokies. T- yeah, yeah. And the TAB. TAB. Yeah. It's like yeah. one of those old school pubs where the, you know, it's got the, the TABs, the front bar, you're mm-hmm. walking off the street and there it is, boom. So I think a lot of people in the community that liked, liked it purely because you could get a cheap schooner there, or they're the kind of ones that are like, you know, a bit like, oh shit, what's Maribel going to do to it? But there's not that <clears throat> love of the venue. And I feel like a lot of the venues that they've taken on don't have that insane community love, but they've just bought the Alexandria. Mm-hmm. In yeah, Redford, that's I think that's massive. the true test of them actually trying to make something, because people fucking love that venue yeah. in, in, the, in the area. I like, thought it was even, a bit cheeky that um, Hems was uh, suggesting that community involvement. It's like, don't you have architects for that? How <laughs> 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 are you worth like a billion dollars? <laughs> Like, surely you can afford a fucking design team. <laughs> You've got to fucking take... Oh, my God. I thought the iron was quite ironic. Yeah. But, yeah, Newtown. So, Continental, a place that I... You know, I mean, you, you, got both, have, you both have kids. It, it gets t- half tough sometimes trying to go out to new venues all the time, especially when you are given, you know, ones you have to review, which is what I get all, all the time. So, Continental's like, oh, fuck, I've got to get there. I, didn't, I wasn't able to visit until, like beginning of last month but I've been here four times since then because I just think it's like the, like everything I want in a, in a spot that's like really really casual the drinks are good and the best thing about it obviously are the cold cuts but then the tins of fish which is just so dope I had no idea that you guys tinned it all yourself that's right yeah and uh, I mean I've been to like what's that real famous joint in, in, uh, in Lisbon um, it's like a bar and the, all the walls are lined with all these tin sea, all these tins of seafood and, and, you, and they have like a white wine on tap and you just sit down smash white wine and just pick tins off the wall and they give them to you. But obviously they just import them all, you know, they get them locally. Mm-hmm. I didn't realise that you guys made everything, everything that you get on the shelves pretty much. Everything that we serve in-house we do, yeah. We're working at the moment to try and get it uh, licensed to uh, retail. But uh, we still like import, uh, have all the imported stuff. But yeah, we do, we, we try and do that. We try and, uh, we can our own stuff and also sustainable, uh, yeah, Australian seafood. And it's seasonal too. It's not always the same shit, right? Or you get it all year round because it's just preserved now. Buy all in season and yeah. preserve yeah. all. Yeah. And, you, and you also you've got the, the cocktails and tins. You, you, you tin t-shirts. Yeah, that's just... You yeah, love that can. You're a piss take, but yeah. <laughs> There's nothing piss taking yeah. about the martini or the Canhattan. That's like two of my favourite fucking things in the world. Have we got uh, Cosmopolitan... Well. Yes, <laughs> I'll get my kid. I don't know. The fucking Cosmo is actually one that of my favourite things of all I think, time. I think that's the most delicious as well. Wow. Yeah, I'll see if we've Does he got. Have any now? I don't know. I'll, I'll, go, I'll ask him. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, 
And then Jake around obviously around two corners is is uh, the, the first Mary's joint. You've now got. Is there two? There's two. two. Yeah, we'll open up some more in the next year. Just... 44? 44. They're opening 44, right? 44, yeah. I don't, he said 44 in five years. I think he's two years deep. I don't know how he's going with that. <laughs> um, but what was the, what was the kind of ethos with... Uh, I, I don't know your background as a chef. Or I'm is, not a is chef. One, no, no I'm, a, I'm a fucking... I'm a, I'm a cook. I suppose. I've worked for a house my entire career up until from like... I was... I was a cook. I was a chef at McDonald's from fourteen, <laughs> from fourteen to ten months to seventeen. My first fucking job. Outside, outside of Bodega, that was my best, the, my favourite job I've ever had. <laughs> and there's no like, I'm not even hiding. I had so much fun there. Um, yeah, so I worked on a house my entire, like the entire time. So London, Sydney, um, down home in my in my uh, in Huskisson, Jervis Bay, where I grew up, um, and then Mary's. Kind of, I always wanted to open just a bar I suppose and we wanted to have food and the idea was just to have eating like drinking food you know it was all driven the, the menu was all about how can like then the size of the burgers and the style of the burgers and like and it was all about like can you eat it while holding a beer and can you eat it and still drink it was about like kind of putting off the inevitable like kind of delaying a hangover or delaying getting so pissed you had to go home it's like smash a burger and then just keep plowing drinks so that's why the, the menu was kind of developed around that. And then as far as we just, you know, ate shitloads of burgers. I don't eat that many burgers anymore. I it's like eat McDonald's more than I eat anything else. <laughs> it's like burgers, to be honest, even it's, Mary's. It's a shame because now they're like 75% of restaurants in Sydney are burger joints now. Yeah, <laughs> fucking do, do you remember like before Mary's? Oh, I'm and so it, sorry about that. If, I had <laughs> any, if, if we had any influence on that, and I'm, I'm not, I don't want to overblow my influence there, but... For whatever influence I've had on that kind of thing, I, I am forever sorry. I reckon we can palm, we can palm all the blame on Nahongi. <laughs> you can trace it back yeah, to him. Can, yeah, like yeah. A, I remember when, when the he, genesis when he did that Lotus Burger. It was the first time someone was like, you know what's good about a cheeseburger? Ketchup, mustard, cheese, pickles, that, yeah. and, and big onions yeah. and, and juice like, and juice. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then <laughs> fat dripping down your arm. <laughs> I mean, I, I, we we had, we had a burger at ours. It was pretty popular. But like you know, and when Mary's was around too, it was like you know there were only like a couple of destinations you can get a good cheeseburger. At. Yeah, exactly. now like it's like oh shit, now we know how to make a cheeseburger. So now everyone does. Everyone does these it. ridiculous stacked cheeseburgers. Oh, they're fucking gross. Like those Frankenburgers are like that's disgusting. That's that shit should be outlawed. It's so bad for you. Like who's gonna eat that? Like seriously, like, no one eats it. They just go on Instagram. They go. They take a photo. Of it. Like. I've we did work a someone right in the early days came in and was like doing it, having a bit of piss take and they're like can we get eight patties and so someone made it for them and I heard about it, I was like what are you fucking doing like <laughs> stop that like have fucking four double cheeseburgers it's got the ratios right because yeah. and they were eating I was like how was it and they're like so salty I was like yeah because there's nothing about fucking American cheese and fucking <laughs> like seasoned beef it's disgusting <laughs> it's like there's no sweetness there's no fucking carbs it's disgusting no- Kenny get out of here <laughs> <laughs> Get out, man! <laughs> Fucking hell, Kenny! I'm sick of telling you. I'm sick of telling you. This is the second time this week, huh? Um, yeah, fuck! I don't, I don't know. The burger thing's fucking. I don't, I, I, I don't, I don't understand why people are so upset, continually so obsessed by it, and it's kind of just feeding back into this kind of constant kind of. It seems like one opens every week, and it's the new hottest thing and you know what like for all of them that are the new hottest things you go back three weeks later four weeks later two months later and they're fucking quiet and one thing i'm proud about and i think mary's has done really well and is that it's not about the burger you go in there you get great service we've got one of the best natural wine lists in the fucking country and the fucking cocktails are on point the music's like curated Mm -hmm. like the service is kind and generous or tries to be even when people think that we're all, you know, hipster wankers and we're indifferent. You know, like, no, I'm not going to chop your burger in half. Not because I'm a cunt. It's because I don't want to ruin it. You just, and you, what's wrong with sharing a burger with a friend? You're going to share yeah. a burger? Like, Have put a it in their mouth with your hand. Yeah, exactly. Like, feed it to them. Like, get it into it. I'm not going to cut it in half. But if you insist, here's a knife, you can do it yourself. I'm like, some people take that kind of shit as rude. But I think that's, that's what Mary's has done slightly... Like, like every great restaurant, you know, um, or successful restaurant, you know, it's because it's m- more than one thing. You know, Porteño was never about just the asado. No. You know, like, 
It's not about the watching and coming in and watching the pigs turn. It's about everything else, right? So, yeah, I don't know. Same with at Acme. It's not about fucking pig's head macaroni. It's about fucking hip hop and you know a cracking wine list and friendly people. That's yeah. that's what restaurants are about. They kind yeah. of feed more than one thing. You know, that picture of the pig's head macaroni is all over the internet again. It was timeout used it. In, yeah, in, timeout in used it best, for their best venue of their the year banner or, or whatever. Yeah, no, yeah. because we were at restaurant of the year for timeout last year. So oh yeah, right. Cool. They had released their new nominations and they've just put it up again. Jake's a very, very, very good photo, though. It makes me hungry every time I see it. You're right. Acme is all about that dish. (laughs) (laughs) You're a very one-trick pony. (laughs) It's it's hard to evolve when you're never there working. (laughs) (laughs) And how would would you like like me to evolve my menu when I'm on my phone? (laughs) Just flicking through Pinterest. (laughs) Pinterest? (laughs) I imagine that. In my head, I'm like, because you can't follow that many people on Instagram that he's like got that much stuff to do on Instagram alone so he was like what apps is he actually exploring here I was thinking about it because I get fucking bored on Instagram I'm super so bored quick. bro I'm super bored <laughs> so bored but I was thinking about what you must be on your oh, phone doing and, I, and Pinterest came up in my little fucking horrible brain that's amazing what do you reckon he's pinned what are his interests on Pinterest oh yeah like macaroni <laughs> <laughs> just like pictures of like fucking pig's head <laughs> Chickens laying eggs. <laughs> hens. It's a hen's egg, mate. Is yours a cheese or a chicken's egg that you put on, or a hen's egg? Uh, they're rooster eggs. <laughs> um, so we've spoken about uh, Bodega. We've spoken about Continental. Obviously, the big one in the middle, middle there is Porteno, um, which uh, Elvis and Ben opened up like six years ago now, was it? Uh, yep. And six, Sarah, of next, course. Six next month. Well, this month. Wow. I can't remember. Wow. Um, um, that used to be... We used to walk past that. I used to... Because it used to be Demetri. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff. Shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. And one of the reasons why it closed down, I think. I'll probably have something to do with it as well. These two throw like, like parties in there, like raves and stuff like that. Yeah. And eventually, like, they closed it down. And it was closed for about six years. We used to walk past it all the time and look through the window and see the, the Greek arches and stuff like that. And be like, fuck, that'll make such a great, you know, Argentinian restaurant, like a classic restaurant. And uh, Up the road, too, from Cleveland Street is that old church as well. We used to do parties in there, too. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember that? Do the one up on the, yeah, near the corner the, of Crown that, Street? I think so, yeah, that one, yeah. Yeah, yeah amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah, and just we were very, very fortunate to get to get it. We tried for years to get it, and uh, it almost it almost broke us opening it. it. Took us about a year and a half to open it. Sent us pretty much almost broke. Um, yeah, just trying to forget that part of my life. Thanks for bringing it back. <laughs> but um, yeah, and yeah, that was it. And so now you're moving it. Yeah, so with a move, um, I guess a lot of the things we wanted to do, to do from the beginning, 
at Portenio, we we sort of we, we sort of never n- never got to do it. Um, I think maybe because we, we got so busy from the get go and stuff like that, so we sort of got stuck in in, in the motion and you know just went along with it and we wanted to evolve well, I still want to get, be, you know get excited about it and 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 yeah the opportunity came up to get Holt Street so we wanted to purely concentrate on Portenio restaurant and the food and keep Portenio um, Cleveland Street as uh, events which is what oh, it originally I didn't was. realize you were keeping the, the yeah, so that's, yeah so that's yeah, what it insane, originally right? was like was the, like a, you know Greek weddings and stuff like that so yeah. we we you want to cater for the weddings, do some food events, do music, which we've always Parties, done yeah. a little bit in there and stuff like that, but ne- never on, on the weekends and stuff like that. So mm. just, yeah, just yeah, sort of right. separate the two. And still doing food and stuff in there when you do the events? Or? Yeah, well, the, the, the venue's pretty much going to stay exactly as it is. And yeah. That's mm. wild. Hmm. And then, yeah, you, you're, the so Portano is going to take over the old Movita spot. Yeah, the old Movita That's spot. right, yeah. We're, we're already in there. It's all gutted out and it'll look completely different. So you're having the Asados and everything in there? Uh, in the new one, well, yeah. 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 So have you... Because that's under a fucking building of offices. Mm-hmm. Like, have you had trouble getting, like, the open fires and stuff? No, nah, because they, they've already had that all that all those systems in place. Right. That's great. Before that, yeah, the building right. had all those works done already, so... Did, yeah. Movita, did Movita have a grill? They had like a char grill I, or something. Yeah, a little yeah. A char grill mm. thing, yeah. Oh, no, I never went there. No, neither did I. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, all, it's you guys. <laughs> it's all your fault. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So are you changing the, the menu up at all in the movie or is this going to remain the same thing? You, you know, the no, no, it'll be, it'll be yeah, very different. There'll, be, there'll still be like the, the, you know, a couple of the classics on there. Or, yeah, there'll probably only be a couple of things on there from the original menu. You know, the Brussels sprouts and probably the skirt steak. Uh-huh. That's yeah. amazing though. But you I still th- want the, the things that yeah. people get at the restaurant too. I, I do the same thing. I get a Fratelli Paradis and the, the same thing every single time. Yeah. Which is... Well, I go to Sean's par- the Fred Calamari and the lasagna. I, <laughs> I go to Sean's and I always have the same thing. I always have the roast chicken. And, yeah. 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 And jelly. I love that cream. though. I love yeah. going to the you know, same place and yeah. eating the same stuff. Yeah. Like I go to Fratin because it feels like I'm going to home to mm. my fucking parents' house or some shit and Marco and G are there and you fucking get a hug and a kiss and yeah 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 you know just feels <laughs> it's, just com- it's just comfortable you know it is comfortable <laughs> the, I think it's, I'm, exci- I'm so excited for the new Portini because I, like, I honestly think that as a chef I've never met anybody more creative than Elvis like the guy can fucking write a menu for you in like six minutes the guy mm. put oh, a t-shirt very in good <laughs> <laughs> what can he do yeah. <laughs> One T-shirt uh, rolled up, <laughs> boundless, boundless creativity. <laughs> I would have loved to have seen that on a piece of paper. Yeah. <laughs> a little diagram of the can, and then like an arrow from the T-shirt going into the can. Sarah, Sarah, wake up! You got to write this. <laughs> I've had a brainwave. Yeah. Quick <laughs> to the That's idea room. <laughs> what are we doing in here? T-shirt. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we should give these to give them. I'm just yeah. throw the fucking can at them as they leave. Today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck out! <laughs> That's amazing. No, but it is like even if, like we always talk about, um, the influence like Tets has had on people, and you know it used to be all about the bank boys and stuff like that, the generation before. But you know the next sort of like if you look at the people that have come out of Elvis's kitchens. Myself, Jakey, LPs in a way. Ibs at Stambouli, who's up for best new restaurant. Uh, Joel and Nick, like that influence is like fucking growing really quick for such a young, young, a young team as well. It's pretty, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, and I think it's also not just about like that, t- you know, that Tetsu's t- kitchen that you guys came out of, and you know, that, what is it, two thousand four, two thousand five? Not me, I never worked there. Oh, really? Oh, well, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> he just needs to go and eat in the golden century with them. But, you know, that, but that crew of people, right? And same as, like you said, the bank boys. But it's, I feel like the influence now is is kind of a, a, not just having come through their kitchens. Yeah, at, it's at the continued tenure. support and going, what do you want to do? Let's fucking do it. Exactly. And I think that, that amazing support. Like, well, I remember when we first had the conversation with the boys about them backing us into, in Mary's. It was like they were just so gutted at seeing us 
have a series of meetings with people again and have walk away with nothing and we'd mm. done all of the groundwork like had well, you know fucking business plans like what does a 28 year old like alcoholic know about a business plan <laughs> well I tell you I know a lot about fucking business plans because I was trying to you know like and you put it all together and then you go through the motions and you get let down and people are like yeah yeah it's a great idea and give me some money then and they're like oh, I don't know about that yeah, yeah. and then these guys are like nah let's sit down and you know within a one hour conversation it was like we will do whatever it's required to get you into your business mm. and that's fucking amazing yeah and where no. did he put that business plan? In a can. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why Mary's is the way it is. <laughs> Mary's is a ex- can success. When are you going to can a burger at Mary's? <laughs> Fuck, we should do that today. <laughs> <laughs> the podcast is over. Just do it. <laughs> but there was that brilliant... I mean, I, I know you guys pro- You stopped doing it because it would have just been so intense. But the, the Sunday lunches at Portano, that was such a glorious time mm. to eat. Um, it was almost mm. like a competition who'd, who'd been there for more consecutive... Sunday lunches. Hongi I think Hongi had. Yeah, Hongi, yeah it was Hongi like had, I think Hongi Ro. Yeah, and Morgzi as well <laughs> would have a nap in between upstairs. <laughs> yeah, he would always come <laughs> there before sleep. That's All the time we... on the couches. He <laughs> <laughs> woke. Um, where's Morgzi? He woke up saying. <laughs> I can hear him <laughs> I can hear him too <laughs> Just hibernating <laughs> I remember the Like the, the, the thing everyone would wait for as well like That one dish that everyone was so excited about Was the sweetbreads Yeah, yeah. This massive Huge I'd never seen them that big before And uh, just like Beautifully grilled and seasoned that was, that, was, that was like just such an awesome like you know that was almost like the, the pre-dessert it was like the final <laughs> thing <Yes. laughs> a little palate cleanser yeah. <laughs> thymus <laughs> so you've got a new venue that you're involved with opening quite soon yeah uh, Bodega 1904 at the Tram Sheds uh, which was something we got offered and it's, it's yeah and we sort of we knocked it back but they kept coming back at us and where are I don't know it was, it was, it was I'm kind glad of, you asked because I was going to be it's, uh, it's at Harold Park which is the old tram sheds which is at the end of Blackwater Bay so Western like Australia Nick Lieb <laughs> <laughs> pretty much Nick Lieb yeah 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 um, so you're going in in replace of the Greyhound. Fuck! I used to put on parties there too, and that old the the the, the shed. Yeah, they used to put on like bands there back in the day as well. That's, it's it's that's a cool two. venue, and I think the the concept sound uh, sounds good. It's like a market feel, but just like uh, restaurants that are open, and and I think the thing for us was it was unlike anything else we've we've done before, and it was uh, like designing a venue and all off site and doing all that kind of stuff was, was like quite interesting to me I really like that that part of you know uh, like uh, with opening restaurants is like one of my favourite things to do and so yeah I think that's why that, that, that's one of the reasons why um, we did it hmm. new experience what other restaurants are going in? Um, so Jared's opening down. yeah Morgie uh, but he's opening up a bit later Jared's, Jared's doing something there um, uh, Jared Ingersoll yeah, yeah. Oh, I actually don't know <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it seems like every time I turn around, there's a new like a name being they're all pretty like and they're small, all small. Put it probably a burger sort of, project. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> two burger projects, forty two of them. <laughs> they're all going to be. There. They're all there. <laughs> Do you know? It's like, do you mean like forty four seats or forty four <laughs> restaurants? <laughs> um, we've talked about food a lot, but booze also plays a, a huge amount, a huge role in your in your venues. They're always, you know restaurant slash bars I mean and, and Jack we haven't spoken about the unicorn nailed it didn't call it the dolphin um, <laughs> which uh, you took over the lease of and renamed about it was just under about a year and a half now no it's uh, coming up to a year in November it's everything's always so, the year. yeah it feels like fucking forever but mm. um, yeah it's, it's yeah no not, not quite a year yeah, it was a lot of fun. I mean, in in in, in another venue that I used to uh, put on parties at. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are these cunts doing? <laughs> I should be worried. <laughs> Following you around. Yeah. Let's look at Levin's early career. <laughs> Where did he play? Memories. Yeah, we're gonna have ah, something there. That's the next hotspot. That's the site. Well, it yeah. says here that when he was in year 11, he put on a Battle of the Bands in his living room. <laughs> right. There's going to be a Burgage project. <laughs> Fuck off, Neil. <laughs> Trying to watch the fucking TV camp. 
I mean, yeah, I mean, like you, you, meant, you brought it up earlier, but like I, I know that, like um, you know, Mary's, for example, has one of the best natural wine lists in Sydney. Why is that? Like, you know, has that always been? Obviously, you know, being a front of house guy, that, that's always had a huge importance. Yeah, yeah, massive. I mean, I, I think I fell out of kind of interest with conventional wines when I kind of. Uh, look, when, when you get start getting more and more involved with kind of what goes into it and what people are kind of trying to sell you, you like you get. I get more and more attracted to like honest kind of an honest interaction between individuals, and whether that's like a wine, like a, a grape grower, and then selling to a winemaker, or if they're the same person, and then they're coming to see me and there's an actual honesty to what they're doing and they're kind of wanting the best for you as an individual you know they're not going to they're not why aren't you pumping it full of chemicals well because we don't want to do that to people we can't in a good conscience sell kind of poison kind of poisonous shit to people so you kind of for me it started that's off what with the that. burgers are for yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah full of ddt um yeah so that was that was the main reason why i got interested in it and at mary's it came down to just meeting amazing people like Andrew Gard, you know, who, you know, took the time to have a wine tasting with me and Kenny in my backyard here in Newtown before we'd opened Mary's mm. when he knew nothing about us. And, you know, for people who don't know Andrew, he's like one of the most, inf- the most influential... The Godfather. You know, yeah, pe- like person in cameo wine. in the Rootstock episode? Mm, maybe a little one, yeah. yeah. Yeah, maybe. The Rootstock we did a little, yeah. uh, yeah, that very drunk rootstock episode we did last year. Where we yeah, Kenny was telling me that he he was he sat in on your one. He sat in on it last year with you guys. Mm. He was like, and they, you were just teasing him, teasing me about not being there. <laughs> you know, how good is yeah, it? It's Jake's a great not joke. here. <laughs> it was really fucking nice. Mike Mike Eggett thought it would be a really fun idea to um, con- continually reference that we were trying to get you on, but never actually ask you to go on. <laughs> so if you go back and listen to those, there is a weird recurring joke that only we find funny. <laughs> <laughs> and we get Jake Smith in next week. <laughs> and, and that's why all our iTunes reviews are like too many in jokes. <laughs> <laughs> It's like listening to a conversation at a fucking dinner party that I'm not invited to. <laughs> um, yeah, no, fuck it. Gardy's amazing, right? And though, though, when you meet Gardy and then he starts kind of introducing you, people like Mike Benny and, you know, Geo and, you know, people start putting their arms around you in this industry. It's really kind and generous and open and all of a sudden you turn around you've kind of got a wine list that you kind of really don't know half of the things on there because but you're learning to try to catch up and then you catch up and you're like fuck this is amazing I think there's really one of the biggest things for the talking about the unicorn the big decision was to be 100% Australian and it makes sense being an Australian kind of a pub that celebrates Australia I suppose is to be 100% Australian in the wine list but what's amazing is when you start getting exposed to the incredible amount of variety and kind of growth that's happening in the wine industry here at home you know like i love you know that style of natural wine van der Swaff, you know like simple fresh drink it now don't sell it away like it's made for smashing and drinking with your mates you know out of fucking whatever vessels you can find and why would we be bringing them all the way from the other side of the world to do that like it kind of seems a little counterintuitive to me to be kind of bringing all of those that style of wine from France to buy for 90 bucks a bottle in a restaurant. So the thing about the pub was like, fuck, let's find out who these young cunts are in Australia making it and we can get it to people for as cheap as possible. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Patrick Sullivan like made that haggis wine with Mary's in mind, yeah? Or, yeah, that was, yeah, yeah the, it's called haggis because of Kenny, because of the, <laughs> and it's got a big fucking fat Scotsman riding a, <laughs> riding a, riding a haggis. On the, but it, and the thing about that, he's a cheeky fucker. He made that wine. He's like, oh, I made this wine for you because I think he fucked it up. And it had like the fermenter got stuck or something. And he's, he's like, I got this wine for you. And then it worked out really, really great in the bottle. Like it settled and then he yeah. just sold half of it to other restaurants. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we was going to give it up to all of you. And yeah, now it's like, like now oh, you, this looks really good. Yeah, now you try. <laughs> now you get your allocation haggis, and you go everywhere else and try and drink everybody else's allocation. So you're the only one. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's what I do with Openware. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. Uh, look, we've we've worked, been really lucky to work with like I mean with Patty. You know, Tom Shobrook does our house wines there now, which you know we bought like six thousand liters of wine from from him. Um, you know, three thousand white, three thousand red, and it's a lot of money and a lot of 
time, like energy to kind of put into something like that. But at the end of the day, you know, being able to know that you've got something that no one else can get that's specifically kind of made with you in mind is... Uh, it's, it's amazing. I love it. Like, and it's incredible to be able to support the farmers. You know, like yeah. they're the ones that kind of get squeezed the hardest. And yeah, we're really proud of it. We're really, and we've got heaps of new things coming up. We've done stuff with Benny Gould from Buying Corner. We've got a rose coming from Tarasacotta next week. Um, yeah, project wines are kind of really exciting for us at the moment. So. And then we're at like the full-on pub vibe at Unicorn. Like, what's it like, you know, having a, a late-night pub and trying to push the positive side of drinking in Sydney's current fucking nanny state climate? Oh, look, it's it's really weird because you kind of people get really differently pissed in pubs. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they do shit like spit on you, and like we just had like a staff member got spat on. For trying to clear a fucking table. And, like, people still steal dartboards and they, like, steal, like, the fucking... The, the cue ball from the pool table and they try to take artworks off the wall and they piss in, like... I said the positive the, side. Yeah, <laughs> no, I know, I know. I'm just... I'm, I'm, I'm trying and to get... And Sydney's lockdown laws have been increased there. to include <laughs> the unicorn. Pissing in my pot plants. No, look, I think the... It's, Any. <laughs> Yeah, that fucking massive burger. Stop pissing. Um, I think, like, the positive side of it is being able to offer people something that is individual, like, as far as the, you know, the wines and, and you know, the uh, especially the wines are concerned. And being able to encourage people to kind of drink like adults is something I'm a big fan of, like a bit of personal responsibility. I never like throwing people out of venues. I find it, like, it's the absolute last kind of... You never open a club. Like, There's yeah. no better joy than kicking someone out of, yeah. out of a club. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. It's the positive part of it is, is kind of watching young people get engaged in what they're actually drinking, what they're eating, and and not not having to commit to spending two hundred fifty three hundred dollars on a meal because not everyone can do that or do it regularly. And like I think that's what we I, I really love doing. You know, working on the menu and stuff with LV and. You know, just about where the produces are going to come from, where the wines are going to come from. Having to open that conversation in a pub environment rather it's not just... You know, there's great food in pubs in Australia and there's not a lot of great pub food, you know, where people are like... What the fuck is a ten dollar steak? That's like you're mm. not going to be eating something good. Totally. Like the fucking cow. Well, at least it's ten dollars now, not five bucks. Like it used to be. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Most, most the same steak. Most though. of them are twelve fifty now. <laughs> right. To be yeah. 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 Just keep in line with yeah. current inflation. Fucking, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look, I, I, I really, I like being able to offer that kind of positive, kind of spin and a little bit of education, encouraging people to fucking grow up and, you know, make some decent choices about what they're fucking sticking in their gobs. And like, you know, with this and now the Dolphin as well, which is a little less of a pub, but still like, you know, it is a, you know, a big drink and joint like that. But I like the movement of places that are kind of pushing away from that American diner style, mm. like, you know, basically buying an old pub and then suddenly selling sliders and craft beer. Totally. Like, and, and you know, Dolphin is, sorry, Unicorn, <laughs> fuck, I finally did it. Uh, unicorn is... Uh, I'm confused. Is, um, is like, you know, quintessentially Australian pub food. You know, you can get a, yeah. a Rissol sandwich... You can get a Mary's burger at three AM. I think that's one of like the coolest the coolest things that you that the unicorn offers. Yeah, um, I think it's yeah. I think I think being able to do like I'm really proud of being Australian. You know, I think like every kind of society and culture, we've got things that we haven't done well. But as far as like our culinary heritage is fucking mm. awesome. And I'm like, I'm not, af- I'm not afraid to be proud of Rissoles. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it doesn't have a fucking role. It doesn't have play a role in a burger. But a Rissole is a different fucking yeah. beast. It should yeah. be. What's, what's your meat to breadcrumb ratio in your Rissole? Oh, I don't. A little bit. No, I don't, I'm not a mad fan of breadcrumbs. No, but I love, I love smashing the fucking onion and carrot in. Bit of and zucchini. The, and and the, I'm not. I don't do the zucchini at the pub, but I can see its values. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and it has to have fruit chutney. It's got to have yeah. fucking sultanas through it. That's like the king. That's the that's the moment I fucking. Because it gets the sweetness, and they fucking get all burnt and crusty from the sweat, from the sugar in the in the chutney, and it kind of gets that really delicious burnt fucking flavour. I, I love results. <laughs> <laughs> um, and your schnitzel is is I reckon the best schnitzel in the city. 
Thanks. Because you got the wings still attached, which I yeah. think is so <laughs> sick. Like I was, I, I, I'm, I'm, I am personally exceptionally proud of myself. For that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I woke up, I was like. Like, yeah. <laughs> Ali, get the fucking pen. <laughs> Call Elvis straight away. Elvis, wake leave. up, Sarah. Elvis. <laughs> Elvis, get the pen out of the can. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd you put the can opener? I put it in the can. It's on the, on the can phone as well. It's straight. Sarah, pick up the can. Sarah. <laughs> No, yeah, it was amazing. Fuck, gonna... someone's cut the string again. <laughs> Kenny. <laughs> Fuck you, Kenny. Yeah, no, the fucking wing on Snitty's great. I love it. And we work, you know, working with fucking old Hugh from Homebrae Chickens. Like, I don't know, I love it. I love working with fucking farmers. And that was the whole idea because I was like, I'm going to, we're going to do a Snitty, right? And everyone was like, yeah, of course we're doing a Snitty. And it was like kind of a little way of like kind of Reminding, you know, everyone's serving the fucking like at the moment that massive like deal in they serve like fucking guinea fowl with the fucking legs and the head still on. Like that's a massive <laughs> thing going around the industry right now, right? And that was that's my little kind of way of getting involved <laughs> but via pop food. Just one just, wing. Just me one trying wing. to be me trying to be super cool and plating up for. Oh look at this! I got the fucking wing on. There's <laughs> <laughs> fruit chutney in the results. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's me trying to be cool. And then putting fucking gravy and mashed potato with it. <laughs> <laughs> so to bring it back to Newtown quickly um, and talk about late night dining, you guys both you know, have, 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 your, have your businesses inside Newtown. You both live in Newtown. Newtown and late night now, I, I DJ'd at the Marlborough Hotel a couple of months ago and it is like on a Saturday night, it's like the fucking Gold Coast on King Street now. Yeah, it's full on, isn't mm-hmm. it? It's crazy. Because if anyone that's not in Sydney listening... The lockout laws uh, don't exist in, in Newtown. They're exempt over here. But they still have... Because everyone has like flooded this, this area now with the, the, the few amount of clubs and pubs that are here, um, there, there's actually like you know like three times the licensing police here than there are in the rest of the city. And it's, it's just crazy at night. Have you ever... You have, no, well, of course not. Mitch hasn't been here. But <laughs> like, what's it like running, running businesses in, in that atmosphere? I think we've got the, both got the benefit of being off... King Street, like Mary's is just off, you know, uh, Continental's here in Australia Street. So it's, uh, it's, you, don't, you don't have that f- foot traffic. And like Mary's is pretty like uncomfortable place to be for people who, like for, that, for the Gold Coast crowd. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's not going to be a natural fit. You know, like the music's fucking loud and it's pretty niche. Um, and so people kind of use it as like a, I suppose, like a bit of a... They come through, they eat a burger and they fuck off. So we don't kind of deal with the large groups of people getting rowdy in the bar that much, which is good. Um, I always struggle having to deal with that, especially in my neighbourhood. Like, I avoid King Street on Friday, Saturday night. You look at, like, all the, all the businesses that have opened on King Street in the last couple of years are gnarly. Like, the, there's, like, a stoner... Demunchy. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's I live behind, behind there. How does it smell? It's Horrible. so lame. <laughs> it's like it's like it's like chronic brownies. Like, <laughs> it's so lame. It's just like 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 fluorescent lights and you, and like big mole leaves on the wall. <laughs> so basically, what everybody expects of Newtown. Then. Yeah, 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 exactly. Oh, <laughs> uh, look, Newtown's so funny. It's like I think of businesses like that. It's people trying to capitalize in on what they think is kind of like the fucking weird... The kooky nature Yeah, the kooky dollar, you know, like the fucking... But the reality is, like, I don't know, most of the people who still live here, like, just drink in the park and they, they, want it, they go to the Cordy, you know, and the people who are interested in food will come here and go to Hearts Yard and, you know, people who love like, serious I, drinks... I have to, like, you can't mention Newtown without paying, yeah. paying us late wildly. It's it's Dues. Yeah, yeah. Fucking right, just across the road. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't. I wasn't eating there when I was at living in a share house. Yeah. Did you ever play? Did you ever play parties there? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, DJ. <DJ'd> <laughs> I DJ in, in the bathroom out the back. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so I play all my gigs in the outhouse. <laughs> the outhouse. There's some of the worst toilets in in a great restaurant. In they're amazing. Um, yeah. Look, I think uh, like Newtown is the same for me just we just people who live here just avoid King Street on Saturday nights yeah. it's kind of like the cross you know, a few years ago right before the lockouts just killed it you yeah. know it's a fucking still a vibrant arts and cultural kind of centre 
And, you know, you wouldn't go there on a Saturday night because it's full of fuckwits. Mm. But on a Tuesday, yeah. like, going to Butter Bing on a Tuesday, it's like, that's cultural as fuck. <laughs> 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 that's where I'm at, you know? <laughs> that's me. What's this, what's this receipt for? I've... Oh. Tuesday, it's culture. Yeah, yeah. It's cultural Tuesdays with Kenny. It's always hard to explain those receipts to Joe, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Which one's this one? Oh, dear. You burger joint was just uh, sussing it out. Just, uh, checking the culture. Sussed it out for like 1800 bucks, Jack. Yeah, it was a private burger. <laughs> <laughs> So what's next next for you guys? Obviously you've got we've got Bodega Nights. Bodega Nights. That's not, that's not what it's called. Bodega Nights. That is a good name though. Bodega Nights. Picture of Mark Wahlberg on the wall. I think it's uh ju- yeah just trying to get these two venues open by the end of the year and just concert and just concentrate. Like we we never plan on on doing so much. You know everyone makes a bit of a, a joke about it. And you know last year opening uh, I guess the Delhi and Continental and helping the boys with the unicorn uh, that was never intended. It just things got delayed and you know and this little boy happened at once. And yeah, but when I spoke to you at the start of this year, <laughs> we went on holiday together with our wives and families, and you said to me whilst we'd be after we'd been drinking. I don't. I'm not doing anything else this year. <laughs> I think you've opened three. Yeah, but I thought it was the year before. I forgot what year it was. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. So where, where did you guys just, go on holiday? Palm Beach. Did yeah. we go? Was it, like we just went like four. They days. just like hired a mansion. And we actually did. <laughs> oh, That's literally yeah. what we did. Yeah. It was massive. <laughs> it's so expensive because <laughs> we got heaps of money because <laughs> of Joe Valori. <laughs> Uh, no, we did. Yeah, Palm Beach. Mm. I've never been there before. It's fucking pretty beautiful. Didn't even go for a swim in the ocean. No, we didn't. Didn't need to. In that massive pool. pool. It's huge. <laughs> Is there a burger project there? <laughs> no way. If you DJ at the house, there, it would have been. <laughs> I actually don't even. Is there a burger project in Sydney? I've, I've never even seen it. Well, that is all the mission we have time for today. Thanks so much for listening. If you want to find uh, Elvis, you can absolutely do so by uh, visiting Porteno or the new Porteno or Bodega or the new Bodega <laughs> <laughs> or a Continental. <laughs> Just go to all five in one night. You're bound to find him at one Or LPs or Mary's or the Unicorn. <laughs> yeah. 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 Or Ibs. Oh, oh yeah, or Stan Bully. And uh, of course, Jake has uh, Mary's in Newtown and Mary's on uh, Pitt Street in the city. Um, I love that uh, I forgot to give a shout out to the breakfast burger there which I think is my favourite burger in Sydney oh thank you yeah it's good isn't it it's delicious so delicious it was all yeah that's just basically a rip off of the my my order at McDonald's (laughs) (laughs) but so much fucking better and HP sauce too HP sauce and pigs that smiled once (laughs) (laughs) Um, and uh, of course the unicorn in Paddington Um, online what's the socials guys Oh, at at Mary's Newtown and at the unicorn unicorn uh, unicorn underscore hotel. Have you got a, have you got a che- cheeky so, uh, solo one like personal account that you can? Oh, share. the hotness. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it's underscore the hotness. <laughs> Follow that. It's okay. full of. I've started taking photos of the end of a meal. That's <laughs> my fucking. I love it. Oh, People I've get got... so angry. They're like, what the fuck? It's great. Was, was I never take food shots, but when I went. Uh, to eat at Noma this year, I took a photo of every single dish after I'd finished it. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's every, good. Everyone that asked me when they came in, they're like, oh, how was it? Can I have a look at the photo? I was like, yeah, sure. <laughs> That's amazing. The crockery so with just, crumbs yeah, on it. <laughs> Let's start the trend. Let's going to do it. Elvis, you got a personal uh, Instagram account? Oh, but it's terrible. I haven't put anything up in a couple of years, so don't, don't follow. <laughs> you'd be, you'd be uh, truly like, disappointed. Like from Elvis is like, is a unicorn? Oh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, my fuck. God. <laughs> Elvis, so <laughs> Elvis found his phone. Elvis didn't open a business today. He checked his Instagram instead. <laughs> yeah. Finally did a shit. <laughs> and of course, you can find uh, Mitch uh, checking pin- Pinterest <laughs> at Acme. <laughs> Or Barb Rose or online at Instacrill and I'm at Levdog L E V D A W G. See me DJing in venues that Elvis will turn into restaurants five years from now. And you can find the Mitchin online, Facebook.com slash the Mitchin, or send us an email. We love hearing from you. We've got a few awesome questions lately that we're going to answer in future episodes. Uh, the email address is the Mitchin Podcast at gmail.com. 
Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Thanks, Thanks. Thank you. It's the Mitchin Podcast. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.